0: Yo, 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 what up everybody, Beyond the Noise is back, that's right, another episode here for you right now, it is comedian Rudy Rush with my man, master trainer, Greg Walls, what's good, bro? What's going on, Rudy, how you doing, man? I'm good, you know what, G, before we start, I want to say this. The show is actually picking up Like a lot of momentum Yeah yeah. A lot of people like this show But you know there's This is one young lady Who actually hit us up On Instagram In the DMs And you know Sometimes people are so excited To write in That they leave some things out So I want to clear this up Because I got you right here So Basically The young lady was like I love this show The cute one is my favorite Period She ain't saying no name She ain't say Greg Wallace, she ain't say Rudy Russell. I need to know right now who she was talking about. It was on the Beyond the North page, right? Oh, oh, okay, so it's okay. (laughs) True that True that It wasn't on the Rudy Rush page So basically Ladies and gentlemen When you call in The cute one is Greg Alright I'm, I'm just the funny dude On the side The funny one yeah, Alright so ladies Make sure you just clarify And put the name out there But how you doing bro I'm good man I'm good I'm yeah. uh, just flying through the day man. Trying to make sure Everything keeps going The direction we need it. Hey listen I would too If I was the cute one yeah. But I ain't So basically You know uh, We here for another show And you know One thing about this uh, This situation that we have I gotta tell everybody By this. Greg and I, you know, we met uh, through a mutual friend, and you know, we've just been kind of kicking in. This is why we're here, just, you know, out of the fact that we really was vibing. But one thing I noticed about this dude, man, he is serious about his craft. He's serious about helping people, but I will say this, and it's not one of those butts like, "Uh uh-huh, he be doing it. This dude is in love with football season. (laughs) He gets lost. Like, you know, like during Sunday, don't text him. It's Saturday. Saturday, don't bronze. don't text yeah. him because it's college football. But yeah. at the same time, your love for football, man, it, it just I haven't seen anyone as 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 excited about football as you are. So just tell the people, not your history, because, you know, we know your history in football. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that you've actually uh, uh, tried out for some teams, played mm-hmm. college football mm-hmm. and all those gif- different things and excelled at levels that we can't even imagine. But who's your favorite team? Why you like them and how they doing? Like, you know, is it are they doing well? Who's your team? I don't even know who your team is.
1: Man, bro. you know what? My favorite team uh, out of everybody is in TCU Horned Frogs, baby. them purple people leaders. But that's because I went to school there, and we steady at the – Jumping over. Well, board. that's
0: understandable. That's yeah. your alma yeah. mater. You gotta They're, like them. Yeah, I'm talking the about professional.
1: Well, I don't have a favorite protein, man. Wow. I, I like players, I okay. like to watch the game, I like to see the intricacies of the game. Uh, so I try to sometimes, honestly, I watch it without a lot of commentary.
0: So you didn't grow up as a kid liking a certain team? Because most people did. Like me, I liked Washington, which is called the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. But actually now, you know, like, you know, they used, they used to be called something else, which yep. we won't do on Beyond the Noise. Right. But at the same time, yeah, and now that I live in Dallas, because I have some friends who actually used to play and currently right. play for the Cowboys, I mean, I actually become a quiet Cowboy fan because when yeah. things go well here in the city, everybody's being treated well. Yes, you ever noticed that? I did. I did I mean you get treated nicely? Yeah so, yeah. so 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 no 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 teams growing up as a well game? the Chargers, San Diego Chargers. Ah. I was a big fan. Junior Seau and them cats. Uh, even
1: uh, Rodney Williams when he was playing with the Chargers. Uh, I mean Rodney Harrison. What Rodney Harrison back in the day when they had uh, yeah. Natron Means. Like I was a big they Chargers fan. And then uh, the Ravens, mm. huge Ravens fan because of their defense. But wow. other than that, man, I just
0: I like good, you just, just like good Yeah. No, do you remember when uh, my cousin he used to like, he used to like Tampa Bay back in the day, and he was talking all this mess when they won the championship. But that was when they changed the helmets. Yeah, yeah. From that from that androgynous pirate. <laughs> To the, to the to the skulls and bones you have noticed no listen and I, i'm 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 a friend of the community so don't get out of pocket i'm just saying that helmet was not only a community color it was also like a dude was on there, like a pimp with a big feather. With the big feather. With, with <laughs> instead of a rose, he had a knife in his mouth, and yeah. he was looking like Prince. I was like, "You ain't gonna win no football games trying to chase that." You know when they did change the helmet, <laughs> everything changed for them. Everything the changed. Players changed and everything. They got two championships since That's they changed funny, the helmet. Funny, funny. <laughs> we're gonna have an episode where we talk about helmets. Yeah, that, man. That, that had to have been the most and the Patriots helmet. The Back old. in the day, okay. Now that was that was a little scary because that yeah. that was a big that was a big white dude on there, like a racist, like <laughs> red coat dude. I, it was it was uncomfortable as a black man. I just gotta say that. All they right, right so, they their helmet. They got to win in all kinds <laughs> of championship. <laughs> Hey, listen, y'all, it is Beyond the Noise, Greg Walls, Rudy Rush. Let's get down to business. And, you know, business for us is we having a good time. We want everybody to share in this, this moment. But we also want to educate. We yeah. also want to help people learn and stuff like that. And one thing that people need to realize in the world of fitness, in the world of mental health mm-hmm. and wellness, there is there's so many people. And this is a good thing right here. There's so many people capitalizing on that in the world. There's all of these companies that tell you this is the way to do it. Hmm. You can lose weight fast, this, or you need to do this, this keto, that, there's there's weight loss pill, this, there's Hmm. a drink, there's a fast this, and there's a Slurpee that. You know what I'm saying? There's all types of ways which G says uh, there's no magic pill. Everybody and and everyone signs up for it, it's whether it's a weight loss thing. You see, you ever see Chuck Norris in the middle of the night with, with the workout equipment? the commercials. All right, Billy Blanks with the time. Oh, you like, I could just do 12 kicks and my stomach could be straight. Mm-hmm. Things of that nature make people really honestly believe that if they take this 12-week program or if they take this pill or if they take this dietary supplement, that they can have these great results. And they use a lot of that stuff to, in their life, You know, make comparisons and do that. And G said that there's no magic pill. What does that mean? That means you, no matter what you use, no matter what you do,
1: no matter what direction you go with it, uh, that's step one. You got to still do something. Mm. It's almost like taking steroids and watching TV. Mm. You just eliminated the use of the steroids. Yeah, now He's I know that's a, a, muscle. that's a heavy use <laughs> I mean that's, that's a heavy example But mm. that, that's the truth Like if you're going to uh, Use something to enhance Or to uh, cut down mm. Or to take away That is based in your other habits like It's not like you can take uh, Something to curb your appetite And then eat a pizza mm. Or the uh, the best part of that is You don't want to use that As the reason you don't eat mm. You know, let's curb your cravings
0: so you can make better decisions, make the habit, learn how to learn (laughs) how to not eat on your own as opposed to using a a, a pill. Because there are some pills and I'm guilty of it, too. I used to use a pill that kept me unhungry for hours and it really helped with me losing weight. But at the same time, I also took into consideration when I was hungry, how much I did eat and, and it actually I taught myself how to even like wean myself off of mm-hmm. the supplement. And then when I would eat breakfast, I found myself eating less breakfast than I normally would. I would eat one egg and mm-hmm. one, one piece of bread or half a piece of bread, you know, like mm-hmm. one half of an English muffin as opposed to a whole one. Mm-hmm. My whole he- eating habits have changed. And to your you know statement that there is no magic pill, that's what most of us, if not 85 to 90% of Americans who suffer through weight, Issues, mm-hmm. believe it
1: Yeah, and part of it is because we think that as quick as we start is as quick as it, you'll get the results, and as quick as you stop, the results end. But well, that's true. So why do something that you can't be consistent with? Mm. You know what I mean. So it's almost like uh, my mom and I love my mom more than any human on the on the planet. But we had a, we had a, that's because she watching too. That too. Hey, mom. We, <laughs> we had a great conversation about her high blood pressure medication, right? I said, mama, I need to talk to you about this blood pressure medication. How long you been taking it? She said, baby, I've been taking it for about 20-something years. And I looked at her and said, mama, if you still taking medication for high blood pressure, have we not thought that it might be the medication? Mm. She didn't have an answer. Mm. So the expectation is that the medication keeps the blood pressure down. Mm. But if we use the medication to take the time to change the eating habit and drink more water and make a few adjustments, we can take less medication. We can have more of a better habit Mm. until the medication is not necessary. So these pills are magic. Therefore, treating Mm. a symptom or blocking a situation, get something to curb your appetite instead of kill your appetite. Now you can pay attention to what you eat.
0: That's funny. You said that my blood pressure was slightly high in 2000 and. 15, I went to the doctor, got some blood work done. They were like, hey, we need to put you on these uh, blood pressure medication. It's slightly high. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a large dose. But from that, you know, you hear the good, the bad, the ugly, mostly ugly about taking those pills and how it can affect your body over a long period of time. So it was incumbent among, amongst myself to just, I was just like, yo, I need to, to figure out a way to eat healthier, to bring this down to a level to where I can go back into the doctor's office, take another blood test and be like, see, it's been like this for a few months and I need to and I was actually taken off of it. And, and you're right. You know, your mom has been taking it for over 25 years. And the mentality is, well, this is what's keeping it down. But maybe if I did something, you're right. If I did something to change my diet, to change my lifestyle, maybe I can get my numbers down where I don't have to take this medication anymore.
1: Don't stress about so many things. Cut back on a few things. Breathe a little bit more. Man, you said something that's so real. It, it, I try to understand as... The way we go about things, for example, people who take medication think the other way is just extremely wrong. Mm. And some people think all natural is the way to go. In my experience, Rudy, what I've learned is done the right way, uh, fitness, natural health and wellness and medication, it literally all goes together. Mm. But when we lean on one so heavy that <clears throat> we can't see the benefits of the other, yeah, yeah, you, you're setting yourself up for a trap. You know, people say radiation is it, it's, it's terrible. It kills this and it kills that. It does. I just watched my dad go through, I don't know, five weeks, seven weeks mm. of treatment, five days or a week. <clears throat> but it worked because mm. along with radiation was a few other medications. And a, a extreme change in diet, a, a regulation of his, his water intake, mm-hmm. really helping him with the movement and the physical part of it. Mm. All of that collectively, got his scans back on uh, a couple of days ago, everything improved. Wow. Uh, nothing metastasized. Is that the word? M- metastasized. Nothing mm-hmm. metastasized. Uh, the, the, the tumors or the things that they saw with mm-hmm. the cancer itself, they all shrunk. And I just gave you the full gamut. He never missed a day. He still had to go mm. through the treatments. So it what, the treatments weren't a magic pill. Mm. They didn't they didn't make him they didn't kill him yeah. nor did they just heal him. It was a combination of the medication, the treatments, the diet mm. and the exercise that brings him to a point of much
0: better mm. health. So you just said two words. One you said wrong, and then you said the other one. It was master size. Metastasize. Metastasize. You said yeah. master size the first time. I'm yeah. going to just be honest with you. Between me and the studio audience and people in America, I ain't know what either one of them words okay. meant, okay? Because you could have <laughs> won, yeah. you you won off the first one, bro. So, you had me on hello, yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Bro, you could have just kept going, cause I was like, yeah, master side, yes. yeah, yeah. It didn't I, do yeah, that. Yeah, it didn't master side, <laughs> but it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, I tell you right now, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, I have, I have a pretty decent vocabulary, but that, what's the, what's that word again? Metastaside. And that means to, is that? They, they, they didn't grow, or they didn't move, that, you know what I'm saying, ladies? If I don't met, what's metastasize, the, if I don't metastasize properly, don't hold it against me. <laughs> that means you're looking for a magic pill. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't metastasized. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, girl. I didn't know you was coming over tonight. Anyway, but yeah. So and, and like you said, that is that is a great. Uh, you know thing to understand That it's a combination thing I had a cousin One time this dude got ba- gastric Bypass mm-hmm. and that's, that was a big thing That you know you don't see a lot of people getting anymore You do see a few people here and there getting it. Mm-hmm. But they really Sold that as if it was a magic Pill people really considered that like Oh I lost all this weight yeah. I've shed 120, yeah. 30, 40 Some people 200 pounds And you would you know they would Feel like you know Of course, you should feel proud. Of course, you've never been at that size in a very long time. But there is a lifestyle that has to come along with it that you weren't adopting. So, you know, a lot of people within, I mean, just a matter of years or a year, people were going back to their old weight. I'm so glad you brought that
1: up. Now, that surgery has gotten better over the last, I would say, 15 20 years mm. and I know I have some some personal experience with people that I know personally uh, now they've gone from cutting part of the stomach out to staple to mm. whatever like to put in a, literally a clamp mm. on it but what the goal of that surgery is to
0: squeeze the, the space in the stomach mm-hmm. so the less you can put in it the less, the less year you can feel up. full of quick My cousin had <laughs> yeah. that And like I wasn't a, I didn't get a chance to go to the family reunion Everybody sent pictures back Man this dude I mean total 180, 360 mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call it He looked great He lost about 180 pounds mm-hmm. I come back Two years later We had a family reunion he, I said Hey man you back I'm gonna get you <laughs> He was like Man you should have saw me t- okay. <laughs> Two years ago I said I, I, I Jeez, <laughs> I, I'll tell you
1: how that. So, think about a balloon, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you put in water in the balloon and you fill it up to its capacity, and you pour the water out. But then you take part of the balloon, you fold it, and you tape it, and then you fill it up. One of two things is gonna happen: it's gonna stay taped and it's gonna expand on one side till it pops, or the tape is gonna let go and it's mm. gonna expand on the other side. Mm. So if our habits didn't change, that magic pill it was wasted. Yeah if and the other part about that is that's one part of the formula most people who've had that surgery or who elect to get that surgery they are in a state of obesity yeah so think about what if you blow a balloon up and then you let all the air come out of the balloon it's mm. brrr, that's what's left so you're letting the air out of a balloon without replacing it with what I would call sand, mm. or with muscle. Mm. Cause you need something more dense, more compact to fill that space properly. Mm. So then you go into all these states of, sometimes you can't properly, um, yeah, you can't get nutrients properly.
0: This episode is about, you know, there's no magic pill. There's no quick and easy way to fix your health situation. The same thing with your mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes people will go, if you have a mental health issue, and when I say mental health, there's so many levels to it. Sometimes it could be some traumatic stuff that happened as a kid. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have special needs, but it could mean that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it doesn't mean go and sit with a therapist for one or two sessions. You may have some people may need almost a year or two or 10 years to actually flush so much hurt and just, you know, just bad things. What's the m- 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 <laughs> metastasize, metastasize, <laughs> la- lack of metastasizing. So many different things going on in your life. So you know, sometimes people think that too. Like you know, people send you to a therapist. You go to one session, you're like I'm good. No, you're not. Yeah. And, you know, it's not the one magic pill. It's a process. It, absolutely. And so it goes on to so many different levels. Yeah. yeah. So a part of that,
1: in my in my opinion, and based on things that I've seen, is I know what physical activity and exercise does for you. Uh, I know about, you know, oxygen and endorphin releasing and and stress level releasing and, you know, uh, the ability to deal with and deal in certain things. Uh, Learning to breathe, like lifting, strength strength, training, cardio helps you learn to take in oxygen. And then at that moment you become, you know, more clear, more alert, more understanding of different situations. Um, I think that's super important. The second part is, It's so important that we understand that these pills, these uh, eight, 10, 12, 30 day situations, the empty the bottle and come back if you need it again. That's one step. That's how you start treatment before you start fixing it. Mm. It's like uh, the anesthesia before they do surgery. If we took that approach, it gives us a chance. Let me ask you a question. Because we can use this, <laughs> we, we we can use this outside of diet or health or fitness or whatever. So you have a real moniker of success. For y'all who don't know, ladies and gentlemen, this man has been on the Dave Chappelle show. He's hosted Showtime at the Apollo. <laughs> I mean, the list goes uh, uh, on. He's been on a special. radio yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. He does his own comedy specials. Yeah. Now. That didn't
0: happen I got, overnight. I got two albums out <laughs> too. Can you play the claps one more time? <laughs> I got two albums. So, yeah, get it all there, bro. That
1: wasn't a magic magic pill. So how did you that you became what I've heard Steve Young say on Monday Night Football, you became an overnight success after a lifetime of work.
0: Yeah. And so there was no magic pill to your success. There wasn't. It was always just being prepared for a situation. And, you know, I always encourage young people comics especially, because I get a lot of comics that come up to me, even some radio folks, because I've done radio. And I've always left myself open for opportunities to present themselves. And it's something as small as getting a job. Like, you know, I had a a family member, or I would say a close friend, I don't want to put them on blast, that wanted to be an engineer, Mm -hmm. work in a studio, work on music, all these different things. But, you know, that drive and that energy was great, but that's all they wanted to do. And they, and all they can see is not having a job and just pursuing that. Well, to this day, they still haven't achieved that, that goal or that success. They got into a couple of studios, but realized that there was some some things that were missing. And the thing I feel sometimes what we miss is the journey. And I mean, I got a job. I worked in a law firm and through that, I never thought I would be a comedian, actually. And I just knew that there was something special for me. I had no idea. Honestly, I thought I would be a journalist or I just felt that there was something honestly and through working and just being diligent and just being who I was. There were people who were watching and saw my talent who actually said, hey, you're funny. I mean, different. I see people react different to when when you talk and stuff. So I was encouraged. But if I didn't take that leap and be like, hey, I'm going to have a job. If I sat back and was like, oh, something special is going to happen because I'm waiting, waiting on that magic Exactly. Waiting on that magic pill. It would have never. And even as far as working for Steve Harvey as the warm up guy, there was comics who didn't want to do it. They were like, ah, he's this, he's that. blah blah." Even being on a Chappelle show, I was actually, and people don't know this, I was actually the host of Showtime at the Apollo. I became the host, and I got a phone call from Dave Chappelle because the show needed some help with the audience, and and everybody knew I was the best warm-up guy in the business because I had worked for Steve for three years and done the Apollo Kids tour and stuff. And he asked me, he's like, hey, would you come and help me on my show? Other comics is like, yo, man, you got your own show now. Why would you do that, blah, blah, blah? But it's a friendship and a relationship. I became a part of history because they wrote me in some of the sketches. as a historic You know, uh, television show and to the point of what we're talking about today, it's allowing yourself to be a part of so many different things and not just being focused on the goal. You have to put yourself in position and so many things that I've gotten, even doing radio for over 15 years, being number one in radio for over 10 of those years. It was all about just taking a chance and trusting the process and not believing that, okay, I do want to get there, but let me try these things out and and, and build up my stamina as mm. if I was working out. Mm. Let me build up to the point. So when I do get to the apex where I really want to be, I'm gonna be a piece of work. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's one of the things that I've been most successful at. And it's and it's helped with my workout regimen. I've taken those same principles and I've stayed in a place where you know, at the age of forty-seven, which I'm not afraid to say that, I'm looking pretty decent. Even though I'll be like, you know, telling young dudes step back because I can't get hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Don't hit.
1: hit me! I'm all bad.
0: So let, let me let me ask you one more
1: because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. The way I'm hearing what you're saying is, the magic pill is if you expect to be at the top and have to work your way down. Mm hmm. But the process, the ability to take the pill, to deal with some of that treatment and to keep moving is you
0: have to work your way through it to get to that thing that you're trying to get. No, absolutely. Because you know what? If you go straight to the top, your way back down, which is the proper progression of things, you know what I'm saying? As you know, everybody's not going to be Tom Brady. Michael Jordan had to play with the Wizards. Michael yeah. Jordan, you know what I'm saying? But before then, Michael Jordan had a process where he had to gain weight to get past the Pistons. He had to work on things, work on his trust of his teammates. All it, the, all these different things that you have to do. Once you get to that level, it was like this man could not be beat. Right? Jordan yeah. left the league twice. I mean, excuse me, he le- he did leave twice, mm-hmm. but he he had two. Championship stints Three peats Back to back Three peats That's unheard of In in the world That's why he's so revered As one of the greatest But it was because Of all the work He put in before All of the things All the steps That he had to take Prior to He didn't The pill for him And he almost took the pill Was that he was just The scoring leader All the time He was so dominant But Mm -hmm. he had to learn To do different things And he did that And he mastered those And so I like to think That you In your field And me and mine like, I like to think that I mastered the, the object of just understanding, you know, entertainment as a whole. Now, everything that comes to me, it's like people are like, man, you did that to make it seem so easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what? It, it, it's a process. And now, you know, I have all the confidence that I didn't have earlier and I gained through this and gained through that and the knowledge. You know, I'm able to do shows like Beyond the Noise and have a good time and be great at it. There you go. Well, there it is. Right there. <laughs> so... In closing, but really, you know, big talk on 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 that pill situation. I really like this episode because it does apply to so many different people in so many different aspects of life. So if there's anything you want to say in closing about, you know, how people can really, like, you know, not focus on that magic pill, mm-hmm. what can you say to them? Chief? Man, it, a couple of things.
1: It's important to understand where you are. A lot of times we don't stop and say, this is the street almost. This is the situation on me. This is where I sit. I want to get there. And I, it, it looks far off, but this is where I am today. For example, today, a PE, Performance Experience, my company, operates out of five facilities. Before that, we operated out of one facility mm-hmm. for seven years. Before that, we operated at Parks. Before that, Junior high football fields Dusted tall grass Hmm. Before that parking lots But see people think They see facilities and and team You know what I'm saying I got 19 people that work with me right now I'm I'm here with Showtime at the Apollo host Rudy Rush
0: But 17 years ago I was in the parking lot And I would have definitely had security Be like yo get this dude Get him my body (laughs) (laughs) No, but I get I get you, I get you see yeah, what I'm no, saying? I get the point. It's a process man and like I said, like you know, like you said, I could look at my career the same way, man. Is you just start from the bottom and you take the grunt jobs that no one wants So you get on first. That was one big thing with me. I used to always get on stage first, not because no one else wanted to. And I was I was made to believe that I was gonna be the big bang that started out the show. So that was my mindset. I was headlining Before I was headlining, I said, the show is really going to be about me. And people would leave talking about, you that first dude. So everybody got to understand, you know, that there's no magic pill. There is a process for some people. It does happen quickly, quickly. I, and even then, there's a process because if you're not prepared, if you just happen to be lucky and get your foot in the door, you can get that door slammed on your foot if you're not prepared. So prepare yourself by doing a lot of little things. You know, even having a job can teach you how to deal and work mm. with people. You could be a manager at McDonald's and learn certain skills that can help you as a superstar or as a, as a, as a fine-tuned uh, professional. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, so don't sleep on any of that. So, you know. Uh, we we
1: do We do camps and clinics. I learned how to do that watching, uh, shout out to coach Dennis Franchoni. I I watched him put together immaculate, you know, camp styles
0: for hundreds of kids. I learned it straight from him. Mm. Shout out to Coach. Yeah. All right. And, and, and for one coach to another, I'm Rudy Rush. Yo, listen, follow us. Subscribe to us. G, where can they find you at? They can find me on
1: Instagram and on Facebook at uh, Coach Greg Walls, uh, where we'll be answering
0: a whole bunch of questions, giving a whole lot of insight. You Please don't hesitate to hit me up. Hit me up at Rudy Rush on everything. We will be back with another episode of Beyond the Noise, your favorite show, your mama's favorite show, no doubt. your papa's favorite show. It's my favorite show, now. no doubt. Okay. No doubt. Except for that one girl who considers him the cute. <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> yeah, y'all have a good one. We see y'all next time.